Hey gang, it's your other not host Ronnie, and as promised, you're about to listen to our Drunk Smallville run through um, that you guys earned with your hard-earned likes on Facebook. Thank you so much for supporting our podcast, and I'm I'm concerned that this is the gift that we're giving you. Um, it went very long, so we decided to break it into three parts, and we'll kind of stagger those out, released for times when we when we need an extra episode uh, in the feed. Uh, but you're about to hear part one. Um, it's probably the most coherent of all three parts, because that's how alcohol works. If nothing else, it seems like there were a lot of things on Andy's mind about Smallville, and now they've been committed to the ether. Um... So that's good. I'm sure that feels better. So buckle in for this pretty wild ride. Uh, and Andy and Evan will be at the uh, end of the podcast to to wrap up and and wish you wish you well until we until we talk to you on the next Drunk Smallville. Enjoy. In this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. not failing you maybe you're not trying hard enough welcome to smallville ending pending i'm your host smallville ending i'm your host andy this is your host drunk andy yes i'm a little i'm a little bit drunk just a little bit so this is a special episode and in this episode we are not covering a show that only lasted one season. We are, in fact, covering... A show that lasted ten goddamn seasons! A show that lasted way too many seasons! Too many! Perhaps a few too many seasons. Or, like, might I posit the theory, not enough seasons? Oh, God, no. Too many. <laughs> too many. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so... Um, Before, am I correct in saying this, Ronnie? Uh, both you and I have never seen Smallville. I have a friend who was very obsessed with it back in high school, um, and he could not convince me to give Smallville a chance. I don't think I knew what it was at the time either. I don't think I really understood the concept. So before we dig into Smallville, in which I wrote way too many notes on... There's uh, 16 pages of notes wrote, on this computer. I wrote 16 or, pages Or might I posit the theory, not enough notes? No, I wrote... That's going to be my role I put too podcast. much. I put too much effort into this. That's 1.6 pages per season. Um, before we <laughs> dig into into Smallville, what's everyone drinking right now? Uh, I'm drinking some Jim Beam Devil Cut, um, which is like fancy as as far as Jim Beam goes. Um, it's a little sweet. It's got a little bit of a sweeter finish than regular old bourbon whiskey, and I enjoy it. And it's cheaper than Maker's Mark or Knob Creek or anything actually good. So there it is. What are you drinking, babe? Uh, I'm currently having some Bailey's with my custard cake, which is a real good. Uh, it's like it's like chocolate milk for grownups. Um, <laughs> uh, earlier, I was drinking some um, Two Hearted IPA. Ooh. Which is it's real good. I uh, I finished running my notes for season ten of Smallville, and rewarded myself with the Two Hearted IPA, and then like Jesus, I went into the Cannonball. I started with the bad stuff, 
and then went to the fine wine. I saved the fine wine for last. And I went into Maker's Mark. And I'm currently drinking Maker's Mark, and I'm probably going to go back to Cannonball, because I don't want to waste the Maker's Mark on fucking Smallville. <laughs> well, now that we know how you feel about it, um, why don't you regale us with all every single one of your thoughts on the entire ten seasons of Smallville. So, before we dig into Smallville, I just want to say that Smallville showed up at a time where, like, superhero television, like, no one thought it could be a thing anymore. Like, the Marvel movies were just hitting off with Spider-Man and X-Men and stuff and doing really well, and... Uh, Birds of Prey, which lasted a single season, we might cover it if we hate ourselves enough on ending pending, but, like, it was a fucking train wreck, and everyone thought superhero shows couldn't be a thing after how terrible Birds of Prey was, and Smallville showed up and did something that no one thought it could do, and so as much as I have a love-hate relationship with Smallville, uh, it... It lasted 10 seasons for a reason, and the reason was people were fucking watching it. And people were watching it because there wasn't anything better, but it was filling a niche, and that niche was superhero television. And uh, I guess with me saying that, let's dig into season one. Uh, What I did when I I was mostly sober was I wrote notes on each season— And I just kind of tackled episodes that either I really loved or I really hated or I thought were worth mentioning. And so we'll just go season by season, episode by episode, and you guys feel free to chime in and ask questions and uh, tell me to move on if I am fucking lost in the weeds because there's a good chance that Drunk Andy is going to get fucking lost in the weeds. I have had a few too many. I think you've had exactly the right amount. All right. I'm not taking off your shoes under the table, so we're good. That's our metric for too drunk. Yep, I chose not to wear heels. Mm Mm-hmm. So, season one of Smallville, uh, the cast is starring. uh, Clark Kent is played by Tom Welling. Lex Luthor is played by Michael Rosenbaum. Jonathan Kent is played by Jonathan Schneider remarkably well. Martha Kent is played by Annette O'Toole. Lionel Luther is played by the amazing John Glover. How they fucking got John Glover to do this goddamn show, I don't know, but he's phenomenal. Uh, Lana Lang is played by Kristen Crook. Crook? And Chloe Sullivan is played by Allison Mack. And I just want to take a moment and say that while Allison Mack does a phenomenal job in Smallville, we do not condone sex cults or kidnapping people or branding people to blackmail them for your sex cult. Yeah, That was Um, a thing that happened in the news recently. Ending Pending is taking a hard stance against blackmailing sex cults. And people are going to get real mad at us for that, you know what I mean? People are going to really think that we're selling out. 
Let's just establish, like, if you want to be in a sex cult... And you should not, do it willingly. Yeah, yeah, and you're not oh, being yes. manipulated. That's a different matter. But when Allison Mack is branding her initials into you and then blackmailing you into a sex cult, you might want to consider a different sex cult. Yeah, yeah that's that's some fucked up shit. People Don't. have always, like, criticized ending pending, but, like, I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, like, consent is important. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's... I, I'm just going to... You know, I'm not ashamed of no, it. I'm not ashamed to say that. No fucking branding people for your sex cults, Allison Mack. That was a bad decision. Unless that is specifically your fetish. Unless you personally oh, yeah. would like to be branded. But, yeah, I mean, that's different. We're not different. kick-shaming, but like... Anyway. Don't let somebody brand you yucks. against your will for their sex cult. I think we're lost in the weeds already. Yeah. Anyway. Let's get back started. to Smallville. The pilot episode of Smallville is called Meteor Shower. It takes Are we place... going to go... Wait, hang on, hang on. Are we going to go episode by episode through some... I already said I took notes on the episodes that I thought were important okay, or that okay. I fucking hated or that I fucking loved. And we are... So, so then episode are, by episode. Great. There are so 16 pages, Ronald. This is a deep dive into drunk Smallville. Click, click. Buckle, that was me buckling in. I'm ready. Buckle I'm ready up, for bitch. Ride. The pilot episode is called Meteor Shower. It starts off in 1989, and Smallville is a tiny Kansas town, and it gets hit by a goddamn meteor shower. Little Lana Lang's parents die. The Luther, bleh. the Luthers have a helicopter crash. The Kents find Clark, and uh, some kid got crucified. It's a very confusing opening, but that's how the show opens. Did, wait, somebody want somebody literally got crucified? Like, yes, he got tied to a cross and left there in the meteor shower, and then got hit by a meteor. What the fuck? It's a very confusing opening. Also, just as a side note, Kryptonite gives you superpowers for some reason. In the comic books, Kryptonite gives you cancer. In Smallville, it gives you superpowers. So I mean, that's less depressing. <clears throat> the show yeah. then picks up in present day, which I think is like fucking 2002 or something. And Smallville oh, is... Oh boy, I was 11 years old. Yeah, right? Smallville is now boasting that it's the meteor capital of the world. So, freshman high school Clark Kent really wants to play football for some reason. Um, and is, like, really into, like, wanting to play football. And Clark's dad is like, hey, you have superpowers or I'm going to fucking kill someone on the football field. Meanwhile, Lana Lang, who is Clark's high school crush, has a really douchey boyfriend who plays football and lana gives her gives him jesus this is gonna be goddamn difficult guys lana gives her boyfriend her kryptonite necklace it's from the meteor that killed her parents and she wears it as a necklace that's dark i know total goth chick so meanwhile lex luther is driving his really fancy sports car and he's like young and sexy and bald and he is, like, arguing, I think, with his dad on the phone, and he fucking runs over Clark Kent and crashes off a bridge. Clark saves him from drowning, because they land in a river, and gives him mouth-to-mouth. And both actors have talked about what it was like making out on set with each other during this scene, and both seem to like it. This also sparked a lot of fan fiction. Anyway, uh... The Luthers are, like, the people who, like, own Smallville, and they have a factory, and Jonathan hates the, the Luthers. 
Clark has a nerdy friend named Chloe. He's who's really into like solving solving mysteries, and she wants to be like a detective or a journalist or something. And she wants to solve the mystery of the crucified nerd because there was a nerd who got crucified earlier in the opening. Anyway, her wait is this a different guy who got? No, it's the same guy. She wants to solve the mystery of the crucified guy from 1989. Anyway, the crucified kid wants to murder everyone at homecoming and did um, he survive this crucifixion he did he got hit by a meteor and got superpowers and he's been lying low till the present so for like 10 years he was hiding with his superpowers hey can i share a fun fact yeah uh there's only one person that we know of that's actually in real life in recorded history been directly struck by a meteor and her name is ann hodges my stepmom's name is Ann Hodges. They're not the that's... same person. But, um, yeah, it's a fun fact. She survived, by the way. Ann Hodges totally survived. Uh, it hit her in the hip, and uh, she was okay. She just got burned real bad. So, <laughs> I was really ready for that story to hit a little closer to home for you, Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like a tradition at Smallville High where they crucify a nerd. The jocks crucify a nerd at homecoming. What the fuck? I yeah, know, a bad right? place to go to school. They make him, they, they call him like the scarecrow. And they put an S on his chest and they like tie him to a cross. Well, I don't feel like an S on your chest could ever come back as like a reference to anything. Right? So Whitney, who is Lana's douchebag football boyfriend, decides like, hey, this nerd. Whitney's a girl name. <laughs> this nerd who keeps like being weird around my. This nerd who keeps him weird around my girlfriend, like, he should be the scarecrow. So all the jocks grab Clark. And because Whitney is wearing Lana's kryptonite dead parents necklace, <laughs> Clark is, like, stumbling and, like, out of breath and he doesn't know what's wrong. And they, they crucify him and they rip off his shirt and they paint an S on his chest. <laughs> Meanwhile, the nerd from 1989, who's, like, comes over to Clark. Oh, and, uh... The necklace falls off. Whitney loses the necklace and it's like around, it's like by Clark's feet. The nerd comes by and is like, hey, hey, fellow nerd, they crucified you. They crucified me in 1989. I'm going to murder the entire school and no nerds will be crucified ever again because they'll be dead with the jocks and the everyone. And Clark is like, that's a little fucked up, but there's kryptonite by me, and I can't do anything. So the nerd leaves to go kill everyone. And then Lex Luthor shows up. And I don't know what he was doing in the field. I think maybe he saw Clark get carried off or some shit. And he's like, hey, Clark, let me save you because you rescued me after I hit you with my car. That was crazy, by the way. Do you have superpowers? And Clark is like, I might. (laughs) So then Clark goes to save the school. And then, like, he saves everyone and he kills the meteorite nerd. He kills the meteorite. He kills him? <laughs> and then he sees, like, Lana dancing with Whitney at prom and is like, that should have been me, but I was crucified. <laughs> and, Lana, you keep wearing kryptonite. Please stop. And then, like, Clark... I'm allergic to my girlfriend. Ugh. Clark goes home and Jonathan Kent is like, hey, by the way, uh, you're an alien. And we found your spaceship. And that's that's the pilot. That is um, a batshit crazy pilot. That was a wild ride. How did this show ever become popular? Superman. How did that get picked? Like, 
<laughs> so here's like, here's the here's the deal with season one. It's garbage. Season one is not a good show, but there's the Michael Rosenbaum is amazing as Lex Luthor. Like Lex Luthor starts off as really sympathetic and um like has a mentor relationship with Clark. He he's like in his early twenties and Clark is supposed to be like I guess fourteen, which looking back is really weird as I say that right now. But then Especially you, considering that they made out like in a ditch someplace. You have John Schneider also playing as Jonathan Kent as Clark's other mentor as his uh, adopted dad. And I imagine jo- I imagine that's so handy as an actor when you happen to get a role whose first name is the same as yours. You don't have to learn any shit. Just oh, when people I think say about John, that all the time. Like, yeah. I think about that all the time. It's you like, oh, instinctively that's easy. turn you took and like easy road to acting. Yeah, yeah. The, Sorry. The, the three characters that sell this show are Jonathan Kent, uh, John Schneider, uh, Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor, and then John Glover as Lionel Luthor. Those three characters carry season one. Annette O'Toole as Martha Kent, like, never really gets her footing, in my opinion. Like, the writers never quite know what to do with her. Um, Tom Welling as Clark Kent is a little wooden at first. Uh, he comes into the part later on, but, like, early on, it's rough. And, like, everyone else, all the other, like, high school kids come off as super over-eager. But that's the pilot. Quick question. Yeah. Are all of the 14-year-olds played by 35-year-olds? Yes. They're okay. all 30. So it's that, yeah. Yeah, Tom Classic Welling. Classic Hollywood. Tom Welling in season one is literally like 32 years old. So I have just, a couple I have a couple of, of not many. I'm going to try and take notes on what Andy is saying as if he is teaching a lecture. Yeah. And then like kind of try and get feedback. There will be a um, test at the end. So Lex Luthor starts off bald in this, huh? He doesn't yeah. do the whole Jesse Eisenberg track? So they, they get into that. It's actually like a big plot point. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to spoil it um, for this podcast. Um, and the other point that yes, I had I was that... Ya. My other point that I had that was that I've never seen the movie Revenge of the Nerds, but that whatever the title of this episode was should have been that, and it would have been a better representation of... The, than, the, than the title of this was. episode was Pilot. I, yeah, well, I know that. Oh, wait, no, I, mean, I think it was Meteor Storm. I don't know. Fuck. Anyway. Do meteors tend to come down in meteor showers? Like, no, is that... no. Um, in meteor showers, they're small enough that they just burn up in the atmosphere. Right, right. Yeah. Um, that's why Except for Ann Hodges, Ooh. you know what I mean? It's so, it's so rare for meteors to actually come in contact with the Earth. <laughs> That that's why meteors are valuable, and that's why only one person in recorded history has been hit by a meteor because they like unless they're enormous, our atmosphere does a really good job of just chewing them up. So. Yeah, unless they're made of kryptonite, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, here's the thing, though. Real break. quick, real quick, science last thing. Break. So I promise I'm not going episode by episode, but episode two is called Metamorphous. <laughs> and if you were to ask anyone about early seasons of Smallville, they'd be like, the bug kid. There's a fucking bug kid. So episode two is about the bug kid. Episode two, colon, Franz Kafka. I was going to say a little Franz Kafka up in here. It <laughs> opens up with Clark Kent flying in his sleep. He is dreaming and he is uh. fucking hovering above his bed. And these goddamn showrunners 
Smallville was created with the premise of uh, no flights, no tights. Like, every interview, the writers and creators and directors always said, no flights, no tights. And they kept hinting at Clark flying. And for the longest time, this was the only episode where we saw Clark fly. Was him sleeping and hovering above his bed. And fuck these showrunners, we deserve to see Clark fly. That's genius. There's this really creepy-ass bug kid. And he's like, I love bugs. I'm a nerd. I get picked on, but, like, the bugs understand me. <laughs> um, Lex gives Clark the necklace and the lead box, and he's like, yo, go steal the girl. Like, go be a Slytherin. Go get Lana. Her douchebag boyfriend fucking crucified you. And you should... <laughs> quite, quite literally. And you should steal his girl. Um... This episode also has some early hints of, like, the Lex Lana romance, which is really gross because she's 14. Or, no, she's a year older than Clark, so she's 15. And oh, Lex, that's totally normal. Lex is, like, 24, mm. and there's already hints that, like, they mm. might get together, and it's real uncomfortable. Mm. Anyway, the bug boy is like, I'm in love bug with... Boy. I got kryptonite powers because I was collecting bugs around kryptonite. And I need to mate with my queen, and Lana will be my queen. And Clark is like, that's weird and gross, and he beats the shit out of Bug Boy. Uh, He gets squished at the end of the episode. Um, Also, at one point in this episode, Clark calls his loft in the barn the Fortress of Solitude. And no, he does not do that. It's it's like a joke. He's like, yeah, my dad calls the loft the Fortress of Solitude. And it is, like, the sets in this show are phenomenal. And really, really beautiful. Like, they're filming on an actual farm, and the Kent farm is gorgeous. Uh, so, well done, Smallville. Uh, we're going to skip over to episode six, which is called Hourglass. And... There's a lady who went blind during the meteor shower, and now she can see the future. And um, That sounds like a thing that happens when meteors. She touches Lex and sees his future and then fucking dies. And <laughs> like, bad, huh? Yeah. It's Lex as president. It's the first hint of like Lex Luthor as president. In the comics, Lex becomes president. In Smallville, he ends up becoming president. It's the first hint of that. She sees him in, like, a white suit, and it's just, like, raining blood. And it's, like, it's fucking metal as hell. That's the only thing worth mentioning from episode six. Episode seven is called Cravings. Can I, can I, can I, can I intercut yeah. here? Yeah. Is the, is the meteor shower equivalent? I don't know if you guys have seen the flash on CW. Is it like the uh, the lightning storm that creates the flash, where it's just, like, it creates yeah, it's a the bunch particle of other problems? Yeah. It's, like, the impetus of everything okay yeah just making sure there's a meteor shower and it's the impetus of everything that happened in 1989 gotcha. um so like Ooh, people continue. people got people got powers in 1989 and then people who like find random kryptonite also like get powers and there's kryptonite fucking everywhere in smallville kryptonite in the water so episode seven is called cravings and it's fucking gross it's about a girl who drinks kryptonite shakes, crypto shakes, and then she has to eat people's fat to stay alive. What the fuck? So, like, it got her really, like, drinking these crypto shakes got her really skinny because it, like, destroyed all of her fat, but then she has to eat people's fat to stay alive, 
and it's fucking gross. It is a this gross-ass re- episode. This reminds me very much of the Adipose episode from I Doctor Who. I was just Who. about to say that. Every so often, Smallville is like, we're going to be relevant. We're going to talk about an issue. And I swear, every single time, they really miss the mark. They're like, we're going to be relevant. We're going to talk about body issues this episode. And instead of actually talking about, like, I don't know, like, personal image and, like, self-help and, like, body positivity, they're like, what if a fat girl got skinny because kryptonite and then she ate people's fat? (laughs) And it's gross. And it's, like, it's not helpful. Like, Smallville, you're not helping anyone. Um, But the, the, like plot thing that happens in episode seven is uh lex meets chloe who she's like really into like the weird shit happening in smallville and she has something called the wall of weird where she like posts newspaper articles and writes uh high school newspaper articles for the the torch about the weird things happening in smallville and lex is like oh shit this like dumb high school girl is onto something there's some weird shit happening with the meteors um, <clears throat> episode nine is one of the few good episodes in season one. It's called Rogue. Lex and Clark are admiring Alexander the Great's armor, which is on display in like a museum or some shit. And it has a snake on the centerpiece that is shaped like an S. And there's red, yellow, and blue gemstones encrusted in it. I'm so mad at this show. <laughs> and as as lame and cheesy as this is, the scene has a lot of weight to it, where Clark is like, oh, wow, you're really into ancient history. And Lex is like, no, I'm interested in people who owned the fucking world before they were 30. And it like really shows the difference between Lex and Clark. And it's a good scene. Uh, as like awful as the prop looks. The prop looks really bad. Anyway, there's a dirty cop who sees Clark, like, stop a fucking bus. And the cop then starts, like, trying to blackmail Clark and, like, get him to, like, get drugs and and shit and, like, really bad things because the cop is a bad dude. And um, the Clark, the cop ends up going after Jonathan, who tries to, like, defend Clark. And then um, Clark ends up betraying the 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 cop blackmails Clark into trying to steal the chess piece, <laughs> and uh, Clark is like, "Yeah, I'll steal the chess piece for you, so that you leave my dad alone." Because the cop arrested Jonathan, and then Clark betrays him, and it's the first time we see Clark dodge bullets. Is this episode, and it's some good shit. Fancy. I need to I need to stop you because I ran out of alcohol after the pilot episode. So I need to go grab yourself to, a drink. I'm gonna go grab myself. I'm a gonna drink. keep you talking. Guys talk amongst yourselves. It'll be a special surprise for me when I edit the episode. I'll so episode there. 14 is called Zero. Lex got a girl killed in like a club like five years ago or some shit, and her brother is now trying to kill Lex because he got his sister killed. Um, Wait, how? What happened? Like, what's the exact scenario? Here? He like I don't know. He like punched a drug dealer and the drug dealer shot this girl or something. I don't remember. Um. What matters is Chloe is researching the Kents and the Kents adopting Clark. And uh, something that's cool about Smallville is they really dig into, like, in 2002 or whatever, or 1989, it would have been really hard to fake an adoption. Like, Clark 
spaceship landed in Kansas, and the Kents adopted him, and they would have had to have gone through some hoops to make that happen. And I don't know any comic books that really dug into that. And so it's cool that Smallville does. And so Chloe investigating the Kent's adoption of Clark is really interesting. Also, something that's important in this episode is that the Talon reopens. Like, Lana is like 15 years old and wants to reopen the Talon. The Talon was a fucking coffee shop. And fuck the Talon. Fuck it. Fuck this coffee shop. It drags the show down. Jeez. I, don't, I, just, okay. I just want everyone to know that I just got back, as you can indicate by the jingling. And I know nothing, nothing about this talent, but I'm, I'm, I'm on Andy's side already because of his confidence and passion about hating it. So they built this, like, Egyptian coffee shop set where it, like, there's, like, hieroglyphics and, ru- like, pillars and ruins in this coffee shop and it's called the talent it's supposed to be like this cool coffee shop but because they built this set and didn't want to rebuild sets later they keep juggling who owns the talent and there's like an apartment above it and they keep juggling who lives in the apartment and they have to keep jumping through hoops explaining why someone relevant to the show is now owning or running the talent or living in it and it's bullshit it's dumb. And so Lana reopening the talent in episode 14 is annoying. Episode 20 is called Obscura, and there's bees? There's kryptonite bees? And the bees have, like, <laughs> crypto powers? I don't remember exactly what happens, but Lex finds the kryptonite key to the shit with the caves. And the caves are going to matter later, but Lex has the key right now, and he found it in the bee episode. Key to the caves. Bees. <clears throat> if only um, we could give bees superpowers so that, uh, you know, pesticides and stuff would stop murdering them. Poor bees. Uh, sure. Super bees. <laughs> so episode 21 is called Tempest, and it's the season finale for season one. Uh, Lionel Luther is closing the Luther Corp plan in Smallville, so Lex will have to move back to Metropolis. And stop wasting his time in dumb Smallville. Lex is super pissed off about that because he wants to stay in Smallville because people here have fucking superpowers, Dad, and I can make money off of it. Clark show, freak show. Clark sees the key on Lex's desk and is really confused as to why Lex has a kryptonite key. Because, like, Lex, you're my buddy. Why do you have a space key? Remy Zero, who performs the uh, the Smallville theme song, plays at their spring formal, and it is the last known show that Remy Zero performed. <laughs> oh God, who remembers Remy Zero? Anyone? I'm looking I've them up right never now, and heard I'm gonna learn all about him on Wikipedia. Whitney's douchebag boy, or fuck, Lana's Whitney's a man. Lana's douchebag boyfriend Whitney joins the Marines out of high school for to fight in Afghanistan because this is like 2002 and that's like seen as a heroic choice. It's like a very Green Day-esque kind of thing. Uh, this like dickhead reporter steals the kryptonite key and he activates Clark's spaceship in the garage and that makes tornadoes happen. There's like a million tornadoes descending on Smallville. 
Sounds uh, legit. Although it is, it's Kansas. It right? is Kansas. Yeah. I mean, that's just like that's that just, just happened. Yeah, that's that just Kansas. happened. That wasn't that had nothing to do with Superman. Uh, Jonathan Kent chases the reporter into their tornadoes. Um, because there are tornadoes happening, uh, Lionel Luther is like gets knocked under some debris, and Lex almost lets him die. And then Clark rescues Lana from tornadoes. There's a lot of tornadoes happening right now, in case you didn't realize this. And that's the season finale. So, so I, let's 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 recap a little bit. Yeah. So, so we're at the end of season one now, and that was the finale. It was just it, it started with meteor showers and ended with tornadoes. How did this show get a second season? Were you blocked out there? What was that? How did this show get a second season? Um, because nerds were starving for nerdy content on TV. Yeah. That's legit. Like, this was before the MCU era. Like, this so, was before we true. had nerds. So, real talk, too. Like, Buffy had just recently ended. Oh, and okay. And this is literally just Superman Buffy. Like, literally, it is, all you had to say was Buffy ended. That makes so much yeah, sense now. It is, like, just a recast of Buffy. Like, you have Lex there as Angel, who's, like, the cool, sexy mentor, but also maybe evil. You have Jonathan Kent there as Giles. Clark Kent as Buffy. You have Pete Ross as Xander. And um, Allison Mack as uh, fucking Chloe as Willow. And, like, it's Buffy. I have an important question. Hit me with it. Is Lex short for something? Alexander. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's cool and sexy, so mm-hmm. he goes by Lex. Because he's bald at 20 <laughs> years old. So uh, I was just surprised that it wasn't deliberate, deliberately alliterative, like how uh, his dad's name is uh, Lionel Luther and Lex. Lionel and Lex and Luther and... So season season two <laughs> opens up. Uh, Smallville always ends with the season finale leading into the season premiere of the next season. Like always, they pick up right after each other. There's so no time break. No, there's no time break, and they always feel like a two-parter. Mm. So the episode episode one of season two is called Vortex. Jonathan and the reporter are trapped, and this dickhead reporter reveals that Lex hired him. And the journalist, like, really, 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 really wants to reveal Clark's secret. Like, he really wants to do it. Like, How does the journalist know? He, uh, like, like Bugs Bunny, like, Roadrunner, Wile E. Coyote, like, dropped, like, an anvil on Clark or some shit. Just, just to see? Or <laughs> was yeah. this an accident? Or? Um... Like, this dude is like, look, I'm going to kill everyone so I can reveal Clark's secret. And Jonathan is like, that's not something you have to do, my dude. Like, you do not need to kill anyone. Like, what if we just didn't do this? And Lex sh- shows up and kills the dude for before this guy can kill Jonathan. Um, The rest of the fallout from season one is Lionel is really upset that Lex saved him. Because uh, he's blind now, and he wishes he was dead. So because Lex saved him from tornadoes, he's blind. And because he's blind, he, he like he's kind of like really depressed and suicidal. That's shitty. Yeah. 
And meanwhile, Lana is like, holy shit, I survived being in a tornado, and it looked like you flew to save me, Clark. How crazy is that? I definitely imagine that, right? And Clark is like, yeah, I definitely can't fly because the creators won't let me. And <laughs> you definitely hallucinated all of that because you're crazy, right? Uh, and also the spaceship is just in a field somewhere now. Like Clark's spaceship is just in a field. Uh, episode two opens up with there's like this sexy substitute teacher. Also, episode two is called Heat. Ooh. And this sexy substitute teacher, um, like, Clark is in class and, like, thinking about having sex with her. And his heat vision starts up. Because Clark's heat vision only works when he's horny. That's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And I wish to God I was making this up. Is that canon for the entire series? That is canon for all of Smallville. Is that, that is Clark's amazing. heat vision only works when he is horny. Why is that assume... not canon for the comic books, too? I'm, That's so I was going to say, I'm just going to assume that this is canon for all Superman media, and that every time his heat vision comes on, it's because he suddenly had a random boner. Because here because we go. No, now we can talk about Lex. this a little bit. Like, DC, like, had Superman. And so whenever Marvel created a comic book character that could do something, they were like, oh, yeah, Superman can do that, too. Oh, <laughs> the Hulk super strong? Oh, yeah, that's Superman. Superman can do that, too. Oh, this person can fly? Oh, yeah, Superman can do that, too. I, I love the fact that he just got, like, a boner one day. And his heat vision activated. <laughs> and his heat vision activated. Can you imagine if that was for everyone who had laser eyes? So not just for Superman, but, like, think about Cyclops. <laughs> Yeah. All he's got is optic blasts. And Scott Summers is a horny bastard. So yeah, he is. He's those ruby quartz glasses. Um, I don't know what else happens in this episode. I think she was using like her sexy powers to like creep on some kids and kryptonite or something. I don't fucking did, know. Was the substitute kryptonite with, sexiness? Is... I, did the substitute teacher have superpowers? She might have. I don't remember. Guys, it was a long time ago. I mean, Crypto you remembered sexy. enough to include episode two of season two in this description. Um. Anyway, season four, or the fuck me, episode oh, two. We jumped a bit. Shit. Season two, episode four is called Red. And in order to save money... Smallville High decided to make their class rings out of red kryptonite. <laughs> what? Money? We found this in the ground. Let's just put it on the thing. Um, and just, we, just we found this in the yard. Let's just. <laughs> despite Clark Kent being a fucking sophomore, he bought a class <laughs> ring, which might be the most unrealistic thing to happen in Smallville. Is I, that feel like, I feel like Superman would do that. A sophomore was like, I'm going to buy a class ring. Uh, so he did he bought, know they were made out of kryptonite? No, he did not. Oh, also, Clark. instead of red kryptonite like hurting Clark Kent, it makes Clark evil. It's so, like the symbiote. It's so, a symbiote costume. So Clark buys a class ring and wears it and turns evil. So he's like flirting with girls and riding Jonathan's old motorcycle. I was going to say, is there a motorcycle? Is there a leather There's jacket? a motorcycle. Does he get a leather jacket? He gets a leather jacket. He starts smoking camel lights. <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck, guys? Come on, Smallville. You did not try that hard at all. Nope. You know uh, what I like to do? 
skip class and spend it in a different class. So, you know what I like? Vehicles that only have two wheels instead of four. That's the mm. devil's number of wheels. <laughs> Season two, episode seven is called Lineage. And this crazy lady shows up and she's convinced that she's Clark's mother. This is, of course, absurd since Clark showed up in a fucking spaceship. But it turns out that Chloe Lark's, or that Clark's <laughs> annoying kind of like reporter friend in high school um, decided to post a bunch of stuff about Clark on adoption websites trying to find his biological parents without his permission. Which is a really fucking dick move on Chloe's part. Yeah, fuck Chloe. Um... This does, however, force the Kents into revealing to Clark how they faked his adoption. And it turns out that Lionel Luther helped fix the Kents' adoption thing. Because when the Clint, the, when the Kents found Clark and were driving off, they ran into a grief-stricken Lionel on the road uh, because his helicopter had crashed and Lex was hurt. And they rushed both of them to the hospital. And Lionel... Uh, helped Jonathan as, like, a, like, yo, we're solid, right? Move. This, like, Lex and his dad seem to be in the most bizarrely coincidental spots at all times. Can I ask how these people ended up in small, like, these super apparently rich people, like, ended up in Smallville? So the Luthers ended up there for, like, tax reasons. (laughs) Like, they... They built their factory there for, like, tax reasons. And, like, a huge thing in, like, season one and season two of Smallville is, like, people being like, fuck the Luthers, they're all dicks. Like, they closed, they closed the factory, they closed the small businesses to build their factory. Um, no one really knows what they make or what they do, but, like, fuck the Luthers. I mean, it's smart, I guess. Like, if I had, like, a pretty good sum of money, I'd probably move to some ho-dung town where I could be, like, the richest person there. Also, in, like, this fiction, Metropolis is close-ish to Smallville. I was gonna ask about that. Like, I imagine, like, downtown Metropolis is, like, an hour away from Smallville, or, like, 45 minutes away from Smallville. Okay. So, episode 10 of season 2 is called Skinwalker. And this is when Smallville gets really uncomfortable with all the Kryptonian slash Native American shit going on. Ew. I haven't watched this in a long time, but, like, I imagine it's probably really racist. Like, I don't remember and I don't know for sure, but I imagine it's probably racist. Because these, like, Native Americans have all these prophecies about, like... Lex turning on Clark and how, like, Lex is going to betray Clark and all the Native American mythology is actually about two white dudes. Hashtag mystics. Hashtag wise old men. And one of them's an alien for some reason. Anyway, Clark's, like, the the key to Clark Kent's ship fits into the stone wall in the Native American caves for some reason. Like, there's just this octagonal hole in the Native American cave that the spaceship key goes to. Um, Clark also falls in love with a Native American woman who turns out to be a werewolf girl. What? Okay, they that was out of left field. They start dating this episode and then she dies. Um, Lex gets the land preserved for Clark as like a, hey, like your werewolf girlfriend died and that's rough, buddy. <laughs> um... 
But <laughs> because she meant so much to you during this one episode. Lex also is clearly super curious about the Native American prophecy that may or may not be about him and Space Jesus. White Space Jesus. <laughs> All right. Episode 12 is called Insurgents. Martha and Lionel start having romantic tension in, in this episode. Which Wait, is, what happened to the guy? Jonathan Kent? Yeah. He's still alive. He's just like, they're just having a... Okay. He's going to die in season five, though, and Martha's really not going to care. Um, oh, okay. And he's going to start dating Lionel. So they start hinting at it in season two. Fuck this show. Anyway, Lex finds out that his dad bugged his home and is super mad about it, so he hires these thugs to, like, bug his dad's office, but instead of bugging his dad's office, they're like, what if we killed him and his girlfriend, who's married and not his girlfriend? And Lex is like, oh, shit, I hired sociopaths to bug my dad's office. And then... Made a mistake Literally, like, Clark's mom is, like, trying to bone down with Lex Luthor's dad. And it's really awkward. Anyway... I gotta look. What's, what's the character, what's the actor who plays this guy? I gotta look this guy up. Which, looks like. which dude? John Glover or... John Glover. That's Michael Rosenbaum. I'm gonna look this guy up. Anyway, um, Lex's dad and Clark's mom are being held hostage. And so Lark does a super... Oh, uh, Lark. Lark. <laughs> look, I'm a little drunk. Uh, what, did Clark, you, what did you call him? Lark. But his name okay. is Clark. There's a C. Clark does gotcha. a super jump from a skyscraper. And this is the closest we get to flying for a while. And Clark fucks those dudes right up. And the super jump was fucking rad. And it's the closest we get to flight for like 10 seasons. Besides Clark's sleep flying. So that is why this episode is important. That was last season though. That doesn't count. Yeah, this is a season ago. Episode 15 is called Prodigal. And this episode is really confusing. And I'm going to try my best. I wrote like a full paragraph on it. So Lex has a secret brother. And they try to unite against Lionel. But like... What the fuck, Lionel Luther? Why do you have a secret son? So Lucas Luther is a dick to Clark. He's like... See, that's what I mean. The alliteration. You can't name your child Alexander when your name is... Lionel, and then you have a secret son named Lucas. Yeah. So Lucas is, like, super jealous of Clark, and he's, like, a dick to him, and he goes to the farm, and he's like, you can't be best friends with my brother, and I'm going to fight you with basketball. And they fight each other with basketball. But you know, like, like guys do. Sports episode. Lucas doesn't know that Clark has superpowers and, like, tries to hurt him. But Clark is like, I have superpowers and fuck you, I'm going to dunk. Um, so they, oh, Clark, please tell me they made fuck you, I'm going to dunk shirts. <laughs> they do now is, at the which, ending pending website. being like. I need to make us, like, a Redbubble account, like, just, just for us, so, so we can buy shirts that say, fuck I'll you, I'm going to wear dunk. that shirt everywhere. So Clark decides to get a job at the coffee shop, the Talon, and when I say that they don't know what to do with the Talon, I mean, like, randomly Clark stops, starts working at this coffee shop. So Lionel Luther, as, like, a fuck you to Lex, buys Luther Corp. But then Lex reveals he has Lucas now, and they have control of Luther Corp. So fuck you, Lionel. But then Lionel reveals that Lucas is working for him all along. And Lex is now homeless. So he goes to live with the Kents. And there's some like really touching stuff between like Lex and Jonathan Kent. Because Lex is like, 
you hate my dad, but, like, don't judge me. And Jonathan's like, you are a mentor to my son, but you have different values than me. And, like, you're going to learn the meaning of hard work on a farm. And Lex is like, I want you to respect me, and I want to respect you, Jonathan. And there's some, like, tension there, and it's meaty. But then... Can I just point out that um, uh, I really enjoy your... Uh, your misspelling of secret brother uh, no well uh, <laughs> sex writ brother no uh, sex writ brother luther luther, luther corp uh, as luthorp lurtvorp luthvorp anyway um, this is this is a, a stunning uh, display and how Andy knows words real good. Yeah, I, I I'm like Charlie Day. I wrote all of this in hieroglyphics. Basically, yeah, basically. So, um, shit, where'd I go? Okay, so Lucas goes to the Talon, which he now owns, and he just goes to the coffee shop to fuck with Clark because he's jealous of Clark's friendship with Lex. And it's just like, Lucas is a dick. Like, he's just a <laughs> dick for no reason. Like, he's a little bit of a sociopath. Also, Lionel has been faking being blind this whole time. What the fuck? Wasn't uh, he, like, suicidal because he was blind? Yeah, but he, he, was, he was faking it for some reason. For an elaborate ruse. <laughs> There's, like, this whole, like, fake gun thing between Lex, Lucas, and Lionel, where Lex tricks Lionel into trying to shoot Lucas with blanks, but then Lionel gives Lex Corp back in order to guilt, like, Lucas, but then Lex agrees if Lionel promises not to hurt Lucas that, like, he'll work for Lex Corp. It's all really confusing, and all the fake brothers and fake sons, and I don't really remember what happened, but... <laughs> Lucas doesn't show up again ever and is never mentioned again. Really? Yeah. Oh, you pulled my What season my are we on yeah, right hold now? Hold on. I can't hear Ronnie. I'm sorry. What's, um, what season are we on right this now? This is season two. Still. They introduce one of the main character's brothers and never talk about him Never again. talk about him again. He's is like he stepbrother? He is the first of many secret Luthers that Smallville will produce. He also got his own show called Fallen, which was about, like, bastard angels this that had sex had with humans. No, it's not a spinoff. It's just whenever the WB wanted to, like, test a new show, they put their actors on Smallville first. <laughs> so before the WB made Fallen, they tested the lead actor on Smallville. Just to see what happened. Just sure. put, him in, put him in the um, mix and just see how he does. Fallen only lasted a single season, and we might do it on ending pending <laughs> at some point. Anyway, episode 17 of season 2 is called Rosetta. <laughs> and Clark has a flying dream about the Native American caves. And when he wakes up, he's spread out like Jesus on the sidewalk. Uh, Christopher Reeve shows up. Uh, playing, what? Yeah, playing someone named Dr. Swan. Who is an expert on Kryptonian slash Kawachi language, and it's fucking cool. It's just really cool to see Christopher Reeve acting again, and to see him kind of like passing the torch to Tom Welling as Superman. Wait, so what is Kryptonian slash Kawachi language? So Kawachi is the made-up Native American tribe in Smallville. Okay, okay. That's, and that's they're, keep going. they, like, worship Kryptonians and have prophecies about Kryptonians. And, like, 
they're basically like the apostles to Superman being like, hey, Jesus is coming. But instead, they're like, "Hey, Superman is coming." That sounds but it, really racist. It's it is. It's not. It's not. It's not okay. Okay. But it's still cool to see Christopher Reeve. No, I, I don't disagree yeah, with you. But yeah. it's still really bad, and that's why I was like, "Yeah, this is probably really racist because it's probably really, really racist." Um. So then, episode twenty-three of season two is called Exodus. And Clark is really stressed about, like, his destiny and shit. And Chloe agrees to spy on Clark for Lionel Luther. And Lex might be marrying one of his exes who just showed up out of the blue. But then his ex murders him by crashing his plane. And Clark is like, my best friend just got murdered by his wife. Fuck all of this. I'm putting wait, wait, on... Wait, 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 yeah. wait. Who got murdered? Lex Luthor. I assume that that, ch- that is not... The end of Lex Luthor? Or is that the end of Lex Luthor? No, Lex Luthor got married by his wife, who just, like, was an ex who showed up out of the blue. Right, and then, and, and, and then he was murdered? Yeah. During season three of this Superman No, season show? two. Goodness, what? So Clark, I assume he gets unmurdered. Clark is Does like... Does he get unmurdered? Clark is like, angst, I have so many emotions! And he puts on the red kryptonite ring so he doesn't feel these emotions. And he puts on his leather jacket and steals his dad's old motorcycle and rides off to Metropolis. Wait, wait a second. Wait. And that's how season two ends. No, the, then we're going to spend some time here. Okay. Um, we, got, so, we got seven more seasons. So, or, I'm sorry, we got eight more seasons. <laughs> that is insane. So, truth, justice, and the American way, Clark Kent keeps the school ring that makes him evil Superman? Yeah, he puts it in a lead box, because lead box kryptonite. <laughs> and then Much Lex like Luther... x-rays. Oh, and... um, Lex had a box that was made from the shield of a knight who killed a dragon. And no. melted the shield no, down doesn't. and gave that's, the box no, to Lex. That's not a thing. Or gave the box to up. Clark. No, Wait, then it's you, not you lead, because you can't make a shield out of lead. Look, all right, the writers of Smallville did not research this shit. They just made, wrote it. And any metal, any metal whatsoever. Lead is super soft. You know that, right? Lead is the only thing that blocks kryptonite, though, so it had to be lead. Lead is very soft and very heavy. Dragons are weak to lead in the Smallville <laughs> universe. <laughs> I'm going to put my head on this table for a second. Just okay, give me a just second. take a little break. I can't, Andy... I, I don't want to end every season like this, but how did this show get a season three? <laughs> Nerds didn't have anything else to watch. I mean, you're getting a little bit further away, I guess. I also, guess. it's on the WB. Like, what did the WB have going for it? There's a reason why it became the CW. Yeah, I guess so. I'm, I'm okay. You know, I'm. Hang on a second. It's. Now that we're on the third season. Oh, wait. I got to talk I'm, about some other shit real quick. <laughs> I, I'm so not ready for it. So, this show never has a confirmed queer character. But there was a girl in season one who was really obsessed with Lana. And, like, wanted to be Lana's best friend and, like, had pictures of Lana. And she was, like, Helga Pataki to Arnold. <laughs> except for <laughs> Lana. Thank you and for she got, explaining it exactly how I would always She got kryptonite it. powers to, like, shapeshift, and she, like, kidnapped Lana. And she, like, got defeated by Clark in season one. And in season two, when Whitney 
um, got killed in Afghanistan, she like took his body and became Whitney, so that way Lana would have to date her because like I'm your boyfriend and you don't know any different and I'm home from the war and like blackmailed Lana into like reigniting that relationship. Nope. What? Nope. What? Nope. And this is This is the closest we get to a queer character on Smallville. That's the worst. Kill it with fire. And that's the last we see of Whitney is he dies unceremoniously in Iraq and gets his body taken by a shape shifting meteorite powered sociopath. Lesbian question mark. Yeah, maybe lesbian. I got to imagine the nerds of 2003 would have been would have raised an eyebrow at this. I don't know. I got to imagine. 2003. Obama is not even president yet. Like we're like right in Bush. Yeah. I guess you're you're looking for any joy you can at this point in history. I mean, no one was like, look at this queer representation. Everyone was like, we just saw two girls make out. Let's jerk off. Yeah. Anyway, so season three picks up. Episode one is called Exile, and Clark is living a life of crime in Metropolis. Uh, he's literally, like, just breaking open um, ATM machines and, like, living rich. He's going by the name Cal instead of Clark or Cal-El. He's just going by Cal. Yeah. And, um, That's my cool persona. In order to like try, that's what I go by on Neopets. In order Does to try and get him to go back, is actually Kal El. Well, his well, his Kryptonian name is Kal El. That's yeah. That's Does he know he... that? Yeah, I think he does. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, Swan uh, Christopher Reeve always calls him Kal El, mm. which was like really cool that like Christopher Reeve is the only person who uses Clark's Kryptonian name. That's pretty cool. I'll yeah. give you that. That's pretty cool. Um. So in I or- do, yeah, mad respect for Christopher. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. Shouts, shouts for real. Uh, in order to try and get him to go home, Jorel, uh, Clark's birth father, fucking brands him with the House of L seal on his chest, just like burns it into his chest, and like as Clark is like suffering this immense pain, he like stumbles into a phone booth. And, like, is, like, crying and, like, calls his mom. But it's really cool to see him, like, rip open his shirt in a phone booth and reveal, instead of, like, the Superman suit, it's, like, his chest is on fire as the House of El Seal is being burned into him. It was some really fucking cool visuals. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I can I can imagine that looks real cool. Yeah, that looks cool. So the ha- so it's, it's, it's coincidence that the Scarecrow-esque is very similar from the first from pilot is very similar to the house so of the LC. scarecrow s is just an s it doesn't have like right. the weird like no triangle flourishes. like octagon thing going gotcha. on with it. Yeah, but then like i mean then that's also bizarre also like, coincidental to alexander the yeah. great's weird breastplate like the house right. of l seal is also like an eight it's not an s okay okay that's something that gotcha. smallville did i don't think that's how it is in the superman comics or whatever but it's slightly different but yeah i see what you're saying and there's a lot of coincidences they were like how can we shove superman imagery into this random episode so the kents and pete are like following clark's life of crime and are really worried about him chloe tracks down clark and tries to talk him into coming home but that shit ain't working 
So Jonathan Kent goes to Jor-El in the caves, in the Native American caves. He goes to Clark's space dad and makes a deal. And the deal is that Jor-El will give Jonathan Kent superpowers in order to bring Clark home. But then Clark has to go to the Native American caves to get his alien training. And Jonathan and Clark have like the best fight we've ever seen on Smallville to this date in season three. Like they just have a super powered fight and Jonathan is like, I'm going to whoop you boy. And it's fucking rad. And Jonathan like breaks the red kryptonite ring. Also Lex is on an Island, like stranded green arrow style. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. I see where this is going. So we're going to skip to episode three. Now it's called extinction. And there's a dude who, like, his sister or something got killed by someone with kryptonite powers because everyone in Smallville has kryptonite powers. Of course. And he goes, Punisher on them. And he's, like, taking out people who have kryptonite powers uh, for for reasons. And he's targeting Lex Luthor for some reason because Lex lost his hair in the kryptonite meteor shower. Like, being bald isn't a superpower, dude. It's just kind of like an unfortunate side effect of kryptonite. That's the lamest superpower. Yeah. Does he have a superpower bald head? No. Like, it's way shinier than any No, this dude is just like, fuck Lex. He went bald in the kryptonite meteor shower, so I gotta kill him. Um, But he finds out that Clark has powers because Clark saves Lex. And he makes a kryptonite bullet and fucking shoots Clark with it. And it's cool. This episode is only worth mentioning because this guy makes a kryptonite bullet and shoots Clark with it. You'd think more people would think of that, you know? Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, In episode five of season three, Perry White shows up and he's like an alcoholic and like drinking and uh, it's a really dumb episode, but Perry White's in it and Perry White's great. And Chloe gets some cool character development in it. Uh, episode 6 is called Relic of Season 3, and this episode is really dumb, but there's flashbacks to Jor-El coming to Earth in, like, the late 40s, and I really like when Smallville does the weird, timey episodes, and it's just cool to see, like, Smallville in the 40s. It's a dumb episode, but I had to include it because I like it. So we're jumping 11 episodes to episode 17. It's called Legacy. And there's this character called Adam Knight who was randomly introduced in season 3. And everyone thought he was going to be the Smallville version of Bruce Wayne. Because, like, Adam Knight, a.k.a. Dark Knight. Like, what if young Bruce Wayne was going by a different name? But he's actually not Batman. Um... This episode is all about, like, Dr. Swan and Lionel and Jonathan fighting over the spaceship key. And they're all, like, trying to get it for different reasons. Like, Dr. Swan wants Clark to become Superman, and Jonathan wants Clark to just stay on the farm, and Lionel wants to be able to control Clark, so they're all fighting over the spaceship key. And Clark confronts Dr. Swan and is like, what the fuck is going on? And Dr. Swan reveals a bunch of shit about Clark's destiny to him, but he doesn't think Clark is ready for it. And Jonathan confronts Lionel in the Native American Keys, and they fight over the key. And the key just disappears. Like, it just gets swallowed up by the Native American Caves. And then 
Uh, Clark shows up and pulls Jonathan off Lionel. And at the end of the episode, Dr. Swan has the spaceship key. Because don't fuck with Christopher Reeve. And I'm still going to point out that it's probably all still really racist. But... Definitely. Yeah. Smallville had, had no Native Americans in the writing room, I'm guessing. Nah. So episode 22 is called Covenant. And some chick shows up and she's like, my name's Kara. And you need to go to the Native American caves, Clark, because I'm Kryptonian and Jor-El wants you to come. And Clark is like, I can't have sex with you because I don't know you. <laughs> And all the Smallville oh. fans are like, why is Clark's cousin trying to bone him? Because Kara... I was going to say, is this Kara Zor-El? Kara Zor-El is Clark's cousin. This is not Kara really? Zor-El, though. She's just oh. pretending to be. She's oh. just some rando girl. Anyway, Kara confronts Jonathan. So, wait, wait, wait. Some random girl that thought that by pretending to be Clark's cousin, she would have a better chance At of no point him. does she say she's Clark's cousin. She just says she's Kryptonian and her name's Kara. Gotcha. And all the fans were like, that's Clark's cousin trying to bone down. <laughs> anyway. I understand why they thought that, though. That was a totally yeah. defensible position. Uh, Kara confronts Jonathan for breaking his deal with jor for all that sweet, sweet superpowers that he got in the season premiere. Mm-hmm. Lionel blackmails, or Lionel mails Clark the key because he stole it from Dr. Swan. And when Clark confronts Lionel about it, he points Clark to Lex's secret room. Lex has a secret room full of artifacts and evidence from all the times Clark has saved Lex. Clark has saved Lex a shit ton of times in three seasons of Smallville. And Lex has little trophies and artifacts from all of it that he's, like, investigating. That's his fetish, apparently. I wish I had a secret room. Um, And Clark feels really betrayed by this and is like, I can't admit that I have superpowers, but why are you investigating my superpowers, Lex? Why are you investigating the superpowers that I totally don't have? Um, Lana decides to leave for Paris for, like, art reasons and school. and Because um, <laughs> that's what people do when they art. And art Clark reasons. is really upset about this and decides to go with Kara. He's like, my not-girlfriend is going to Paris, so I should go with my not-cousin to the Native American caves. Um, Jonathan shows up and is like, hey, Kara is actually just this rando girl that Jor-El, like the ghost of your dead dad, like fucking kidnapped and brainwashed. And this is all really shitty and uncomfortable. Um, the FBI get Lex and Chloe to turn evidence on Lionel for like all the crimes he's committed. Jonathan has a heart attack. Lex get poisoned, gets poisoned. Chloe blows up and Clark goes with Jor-El and that's how season three ends. Like I didn't follow any of that, but I feel like I don't feel like I was intended to. I'm gonna get so much going on. I'm gonna get some more alcohol real quick. I'll be back. Oh, okay. Let's do that. It's just you and me, Ronnie. It's you and me. Um. So Evan, if you had a secret room, um, what book in the bookshelf would you pull out to reveal the secret room? Um, I just finished a book called The Violinist's Thumb. And other tales of love, war, and genius as told by our genetic code. And I'm real into it. Uh, it was a real interesting, like, narrative book about human genetics, basically. 
And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm going to say that one because it the type, like the the graphic design on the cover is so cool and it's hardback and yeah. it'll make me look real intellectual also. Like besides the fact that I just really enjoyed that book. Yeah. I think, and I don't want to be crude, but I think mine would be Everybody Poops. Um, because yeah, my secret a, I, that's that's very Ronnie. <laughs> my my secret room would definitely be a bathroom so that I could just poop at my at my leisure and not have to worry about people coming in. Do people just come into your bathroom while you're pooping? I've only got one bathroom, and there tend to be a lot of people in my apartment. Oh, um, you need another bathroom. I de- desperately. Yeah. So that is Drunk Us just finishing the first three seasons of Smallville. Uh, Evan, now that we're sober, what did, what did you think of first three seasons of Smallville? You mean what did I think of your retelling of the first three seasons of Smallville? Yeah. Um, I, I'm never going to watch Smallville, but this was an enriching experience. Oh boy, was it. So I think what we can definitely say about the first three seasons of Smallville is that it filled uh, the niche, the niche, the niche, the niche, 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 just say niche, filled the niche that Buffy left uh, for a nerdy, like Freak of the Week style television show. And the highs it hit with the... Lex and Lionel relationship and the Clark and Jonathan Kent relationships um, were really great. And the lows were very, very low with werewolves and fat-eating monsters and laser eyes and bees and shit. So, bees. Yeah, Smallville had some cool emotional scenes but boy, howdy, did it have some garbage. And yeah, I think that's what we can say for seasons one through three. I'm just going to trust you on this. I can't wait to hear what drunk us discover with seasons four through seven. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll catch you next time on Drunkville. <laughs>